letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With Thursday's WCCO All Local, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include a threat closes a Maple Grove Middle School, Minnesota's senior senator reacts to the Senate vote on the debt ceiling deal, and celebrating the first day of Pride Month. But we start with a tragic accident early this morning. The Minnesota State Patrol says two people are dead following a wrong-way driver crash on 694 near Oakdale. Here's WCCO's Mark Fry. The crash happened just before 2.30 Thursday morning when a vehicle going the wrong way in the left lane on northbound 694 in Oakdale hit another car. The driver in the car that was hit was ejected and died at the scene. A juvenile in the same vehicle suffered life-threatening injuries and was taken to Gillette Children's. A van was hit as well. The driver in that van suffered minor injuries and was taken to Regions Hospital. Crews had to extricate the driver of the wrong-way vehicle. That person died at the scene. We are following some developing news out of Maple Grove this afternoon. Police say they are investigating a bomb threat at the middle school. They say all the students are safe at this time, and there is no known risk at this time as they currently assess the situation. Parents are picking up their children at a nearby location. We'll pass along any new information as we get it. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. This is Laura Oaks. It is June 1st, and that marks the start of Pride Month across the United States, including right here in Minnesota. Kat Roan with Outfront Minnesota says celebrations are happening statewide. Our team is going to be going out to Hastings and to Northfield and to Marshall and to Grand Marais and to all sorts of cities all over the state. And I think that's a really beautiful reflection of the community roots of pride and the ways in which communities can step up. Roan adds there's plenty to celebrate, including legislative victories like banning conversion therapy and making sure Minnesota is a refuge state as other states ban gender affirming care. And to mark the start of Pride Month, a new LGBTQ exhibit is opening at the Mill City Museum. Going out, coming in is a new walkthrough experience opening today, offering a look into the history of major landmarks and events for the LGBTQ community in Minneapolis. Research historian for the exhibit, Noah Barth. But we wanted to talk about things like politics and community organizing or finding romantic lovers or friends or finding your identity through those sites. The exhibit will include photos, news clippings, and videos of historic LGBTQ figures and events. Barth says there's something for everyone. And I want everybody to understand that queer history is very long and we've been here for a very long time. Even if we didn't know about it, we now do. The exhibit is open June 1st through October 8th. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. A new law goes into effect today in Minnesota, restoring the voting rights to those who have left prison. It takes effect today. Minnesota Secretary of State Steve Simon joining members of the Restore the Vote Coalition, as well as state legislators, to celebrate that law in St. Paul today. A condition of eligibility was that you were not currently serving any part of a felony sentence. You had to attest under penalty of perjury. You had to sign on the dotted line that that was true, that you were not currently serving any portion of a felony sentence, and that is now no longer the case. A person who is on probation or parole, still serving a sentence, just not incarcerated, is now eligible to vote. So that language needed to be changed. Minnesotans whose rights are being restored had the opportunity today to fill out voter registration forms, and there will also be a canvassing going around to educate people about the new change. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Laura Oaks. 
A task force of Minnesota doctors is sounding the alarm over the number of psychiatric patients taking up beds in emergency rooms. Doctors say people who are often forced to wait for beds at hospitals and residential treatment facilities for days or weeks have worse outcomes. The group compares what it calls ER boarding to a traffic jam on the freeway. Not enough exit ramps for those who need to leave, while too many are coming into the system because there aren't enough outpatient options. A federal bankruptcy judge is expected to rule today about whether Bally Sports North's parent company must pay the Twins the full amount of their broadcast rights deal for the season. That payout's expected to be worth more than $40 million. Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred revealed during testimony yesterday that the league is ready to subsidize teams abandoned in Diamond Sports bankruptcy as much as 80% of what they were supposed to receive. Diamond Sports has missed required payments to the teams after filing for bankruptcy protection earlier this year. If the network terminates its contract with the Twins, MLB would likely take over and televise games on alternate channels starting sometime next month. Similar to how MLB took over broadcasting San Diego Padres games on alternate channels starting last night. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. Minnesotans will start seeing more action fighting climate change. Governor Walls calling the work done during the session transformational when it comes to climate change. He joined several commissioners at the Coposia Education Center in South St. Paul to highlight the work that will be done. The school actually is powered by a rooftop solar array. There's nowhere else in the country that is taking a more concerted all-of-government, all-of-society approach to tackling climate change in the state of Minnesota, and that is because we know what the future looks like. We know what's at stake. He says more than 40 different climate initiatives were enacted by the legislature this past session. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. After our long winter and all of that rain... Could we actually be heading in the opposite direction? We haven't had to say the D word in months. I have a hunch that by the end of next week, uh, drought may creep back into parts of Minnesota. I hope that's not the case, but that seems to be the pattern that we're in for the summer. Hot and dry as opposed to cool, rainy flash flooding. WCCO meteorologist Paul Douglas says we'll stay in our unusually hot, hazy, humid bubble through much of next week. Summertime weather more typical of mid-July than late May and early June. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. Minnesota Governor Tim Wall signing the largest infrastructure bill in state history into law. The $2.6 billion will be used for hundreds of projects across the state including one on the University of Minnesota campus. Dan McConnell is president of the Minnesota Building and Construction Trade Council. He says work is expected to start Monday on the Fraser project. In 25 years in the trades, there's been lots of talk about projects being shovel-ready, but I've never seen one this shovel-ready. They expect to turn, uh, turn a shovel on Monday, put together a project that will employ 175 workers over 26 months, and be done delivering a state-of-the-art chemistry lab well in time for the start of 2025 classes. The money will also be used for other projects as well, including the repair and improvement of roads and bridges, as well as fire stations, veterans halls, parks, and community center improvements, and many, many others. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. 
Finally today, a court case begins in Minnesota's most famous pair of stolen shoes. The man accused of stealing an authentic pair of ruby red slippers worn by Judy Garland in the 1938 film The Wizard of Oz is making his first appearance in federal court this hour. Terry Martin was charged in May with one count of theft of major artwork. The slippers were insured for a million dollars at the time of the theft in 2018. They are now valued at $3.5 million. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830, WCCO. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peterson, News Talk 830, WCCO.